All right, well, we've been doing a series on healing, and uh, since all the kiddos are in here today, um, they get to listen to me like they always do, right? It's a good thing. Right, kids? Good thing? That was, that's what I get all the time. I'm used to it. Kids, adults, same thing, right? What are you doing? I did it! I did it! I did it! It's Vox! You did what? I've made the perfect healing remedy. You'll take a dose of this and you're never sick again. Who are you? I have, I have no clue why you're here and who are you? I am Dr. Rubenstein, and I am the great doctor and inventor. I studied under Dr. Eisenbach. Remember him? No clue. Nope. Oh, they even had a song about him. I am the Dr. Eisenbach, Billy Billy Vic Boom Boom. Well, people think I'm very smart, Billy Billy Vic Boom Boom. The ill are never ill again. Remember? Oh, well, you know, this is the perfect, perfect healing remedy. One dose of this, and you'll never be sick again. Who wants to try it? Who? Who wants to try it? Oh, I see someone. Do you want to try this? Oh, it's so good. Oh, look. What, what, what are you doing? Belle, I can use. What are you doing? Who are you? Oh, my gosh. You know who I am. Kids, tell them. Faith, tell them. Brooklyn, tell them. Who am I? Tell them. No one knows. Thank you. Look at perfectly Listen. safe. Your spiritual safety coordinator from San Francisco. Well, and that is not safe. Do you have an FDA or a, an MP3 or an MSD or whatever that thing is? Do you have that? I don't need any of those because this is the perfect remedy. It's totally safe. I take it myself. Don't you, you want like these people well? And of course I want them well. I'm Sarah, your spiritual safety coordinator. How that's not how it works. Well? Not by remedy. Don't take that. That's not how it works. Listen, Jesus took care of our healing when he went to the cross, died, and then rose again on the third day. If he did that so many years ago, why are people still sick? Well, you got to know him. You got to accept him with your heart, and then you got to believe all those things that he's done for us. Okay? So when you learn, you spend time with him, you grow. And then you begin to trust as you believe. Now it says, and this Bible, a.k.a. his word, right here in Isaiah 53, 5, it says, by his stripes we were healed. Boom, shakalaka, done. That, that, that's a big book. Yes, uh, it is. What else does it say Sorry, about I shouldn't treat it like Jesus. that. Listen, I'm so glad you asked, Ruby. It's okay if I call you Ruby. Well, you are. <laughs> okay, it says here, in John 3, 16, that God loved the world so much. He loved us so much. He loved us so much that he sent his one son, only son, to die, yes, to die for us. So that we wouldn't die but live with him forever. And now you ask this question, why are people still getting sick? Well, it goes, Stein, can I call you Stein? Thank you. So it says here in John 10, 10, that the thief, that crusty old devil, that's what I like to call him, crusty old devil, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But it also says that Jesus, 
I, not, not me because I'm not Jesus, mm. but I'm Sarah. So. But I, Jesus, come to give you life and more life, more and more life. Mm. He's so good. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm so sure about that. I, I, I guess I'm going to have to get me a book and study it. Absolutely. Take mine. Read. Spend some time with him. Talk with him. But if you want to learn a little more about healing, Miss mm -hmm. Ashley, where'd she go? There she is. Oh. That little girl right there. Yeah. Sorry. I've got like construction problems. I just, anybody, got a, anybody got a belt I can borrow? Because I'm losing, losing some stuff. But anyway, he's about to tell us all about healing. You can stay and listen. Wow. Well, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I said, it's I was okay. just so excited that I had the perfect healing remedy. And you could, could you take it and everybody would stay well. Yeah. That's what I wanted. But she's hiding that from me. I, I have some more in the lab. Okay. Uh, I guess, well, I'll take this. I'll study it. I guess I have to go back to the lab. Yes. I'll study. I'll put it under the microscope. Sure. All right, y'all like that? Hey, if you like doing skits, we need some volunteers. All right. So, all right. So we're gonna talk a little more about healing today, but we're gonna, uh, if you listen to Cody last week, he ended with taking care of our temple, and that's what we're gonna talk about today. You know, something that God has laid on my heart a lot, and that I haven't uh, exactly been obedient a lot of times. Anybody there? Yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about that this morning because I believe he wants to bring some things out into the light that sometimes we might not realize. Now, obviously, we live in Kentucky, and we like to eat, right? We like to eat. We like to get together and eat, and every time we get together, there's got to be some type of food, right? Whether it's good or not, all right? So, so we're going to start off in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. Now, I like to eat. I know I don't look very big. But I love to eat, okay? And just because you're little doesn't mean you're taking care of your temple. Is that right? All right. So it starts off and it says, Do you know your bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit? The Spirit is in you, and you have received the Spirit from God. You do not belong to yourself. Christ has paid the price for you. So use your body in a way that honors God. Now, I don't always do that because a lot of times I'm not honoring God with what I put in my body because it's not even stuff that he's made, right? It's something that some guy in a lab or some came, I don't even know what, how they do half the stuff, but, right? It's not the stuff that he's made for us, like fruits, vegetables, you know, the meat, all those good things. So I realized, you know, I honor God in a lot of areas of my life, but this is an area where I don't do the best. And this is an area where I want to do better. How many of you guys are with me? You want to do better in this area? I do. All right, so I asked God, and I'm like, all right, you got to help me with this because I keep going around this same cycle over and over again. I do good, I do bad. I do good, I do bad. I got a pretty good, strong self-will, so I'll do good for, I don't know, a month or so, and then I'm back off the bandwagon of eating healthy, right, of putting those good things in my body. So I'm like, how do I get out of this cycle? And he's like, it's no different than any other cycle that you get out of, any other habit, any other temptation that you deal with. You got to view it in that way. So he brought me to 1 Corinthians 6. Just kidding. 1 Corinthians 10. 13, it says, You are tempted in the same way all other human beings are. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted any more than you can take. 
But when you are tempted, God will give you a way out so that you can stand up under it. So he's like, this temptation that we have with food is no different than any other temptation in our life. We just got to view it the right way, right? How many of you guys have thought about food and thought about it as any other temptation in your life? Sometimes we do and sometimes we don't, right? All right, so what are we tempted to do? We're tempted to go through the drive through instead of going home and fixing something because we're tired, right? How many of you guys are with me? Just run through that drive through 10 minutes. We don't even know what we're getting. Because if you, if you get a hamburger at, at McDonald's, it tastes nothing like a hamburger you fix at home. I don't know what's in it, but I don't know if it's real, okay? All right, so we go through the drive through when we, when we don't have time, when, you know, when we got... I don't know, we go out and we go to a friend's house and they got all kinds of desserts. We eat the brownies, we eat the whatever, pecan pies, apple pies, you know, all those different things, all these different temptations. So how do we deal with these temptations? And I'm like, God, you know I love my brownies. You know I love my ice cream. And when I do something, I want to do it right, right? Okay? So when I eat one brownie, I might as well eat the second brownie too. Because you can't just have one you got to have more than one, right? Because you've already jacked up your eating anyways. You might as well do it the right way. So you have that first brownie, the second brownie, and then I'm like, well, I might as well have the ice cream too. I've already messed up, right? So you got two brownies, ice cream on top, and you're good to go, right? Am I the only one that does that? Come on, guys, help me out. Anybody else do that? Maybe with something else? Oh, the rest of y'all are lying. You guys are lying in church. Come on. All right. All right, so guys, like, you got to look at this as any other temptation in your life, okay? Paul says, I train my body and I bring it under control. In other words, we tell our bodies what to do, right? We, we have authority over our bodies whether we want to um, say it or not. All right, so I'm like, God, how do, we, how do we get out of this cycle? The same thing over and over and over again. How do we get to this place where we're putting in our bodies, where we're taking care of our bodies, the way you have called us to take care of it. Okay, and the first thing that we have to do is we have to seek God and ask for wisdom. Okay, because we all have different lifestyles. We all have different things going on in our life. Amen? So it's going to look different for each one of us. Is it going to be similar food? Yeah, it's going to be the good stuff, right? The good stuff that God made, you know, your plants, your vegetables, all that stuff. It's going to be the good things, but it's going to look different for me than you. You know, I have two kids that are in sports right now, softball and baseball. They're traveling. Guess what I'm doing about every night? Yeah, trying to go home and cook. Yeah, it ain't happening. So for me, I'd have to prepare something ahead of time, right? And God has shown me when we take that step and we say, God, I'm surrendering this to you. I need you to help me with this. I, I repent of the wrong way that I've ate, because I've done it for so long, and you've told me not to, you know, but I need your wisdom in this. And in James 1, 5, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all liberally, and without reproach, it will be given to him. And as I started to do that, he started to show me how I can make it work in my life. How many of you guys know that when God shows us something, he's going to show us, and he's going to give us the ability to do it, right? All right, so he said, you gotta get, you got to ask me for some wisdom in this area because there's, there's a lot of stuff out there that can tell us how to eat. But how many of you guys, you guys know that God's word is the best and it shows us the things in there if we, if we ask him for it? All right, second thing is renewing our minds. Kids, 
I need some kids. All right, Kidmo kids, some of y'all come up here. Where are you at? All right. Okay, I want some of you guys, most of y'all over there. All y'all go over there. The sad face. Stay right here. You stay right here. All you guys go over there. Yep. Dwight, you want to go over there, buddy? All right, grab all the line. We're tug of war, guys. Have you guys played tug of war? All right. All right, everybody over on that side. All right, Dwight and Faith's going to be over here. All right. We all have these, these mindsets. Dwight's going to do his own thing. Never mind. I'm just kidding. We all have these mindsets, right, when it comes to food. All right? So let's just take one of my mindsets. All right, I don't have time to make sure that my family is going to eat something healthy. That's a negative mindset, believe it or not, right? We all have the time if we make the time, right? I have that time. All right, this is my negative mindset because it's been this way my whole life. How many of you guys know we get in habits, right? And what do we usually follow? Our strongest thoughts, right? All right, so it takes renewing the mind. The Bible says do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is a daily process. And sometimes an hourly and sometimes minute process, okay? All right, so my thought when I'm busy is I'm going to go through the drive-thru, right? This is my little itty-bitty thought that I just started renewing my mind with of, no, you know what? My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to take care of it, and I'm going to honor God and put what he put on this earth for me, right? All right, what do you think is going to win right now? Right? All right, got to go. It's, yeah, we're, what's it? All right, there's nothing to it, right? We know that the, we know that, that one's going to win right now. But what happens, all right, let go, guys, a little bit. Let go, not all the way. All right, what happens if we renew our mind with the truth of God's word more and more? What happens? It, yeah, this thought gets strong. And how many of you guys know that when we focus on God's word and the truth in this area, that we're focusing on Jesus anyways, and we're getting stronger and stronger. And we start to follow this more and more. Now, obviously, they're still going to win for a little bit, right? Listen, we got to be patient with ourselves on this. We get upset with ourselves too fast. All right, all right. All right, one more go over there. And what's going to start happening? What's going to start winning? Our positive thoughts of the way God wants us to eat, right? Because we're renewing our mind. When that negative thought comes, I'm going to go through drive through No, I'm going to take care of my temple the way God's told me to. I'm now bringing God into the picture because I'm bringing, bringing the word into the picture, right? All right, guys, go again. Uh-oh. Who's winning now? And eventually, guess what's going to happen? All y'all go over there. Where are you going, Jeremy? Okay, pretend I'm not here. What's going to happen to this one? And which one are you going to follow? Guys, which one are you going to follow? This one over here, right? Yeah. The adults don't listen. They don't, they don't answer sometimes. I don't know what the deal is. No, you can't tug a war me. I don't want to beat all y'all. You know if we was upstairs, it would totally be a competition. I would totally do it. All right, so we go towards our strongest thought. And it's important that when we try to do this, that, that we start to renew our mind with God's word in this area. Okay, we got, 
Hey, Dwight, you want to help me? Come on, you can be up here with me. Dwight's my buddy, huh? You want, huh? You want to say something? We are the one. There you go. All right. Third thing is thanking God. How many of you guys know in every situation, no matter what, where you're at, we got to thank God that we are moving to in that right direction, right? That he's helping us in this area. And, and the thing is, with me, I used to get upset with myself if I fell off the bandwagon and ate those three brownies. But that's not the way God deals with us. He says, hey, pick yourself back up and let's keep doing this again and again, right? So we're going to thank God. And then James, I'm, I'm just kidding, it's in 1 Thessalonians. 518, it says, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So, God, I thank you, Lord, that in this situation, even though I really want this, even though, you know, I'm, I'm struggling right here to not eat that negative th- food and not to, um, <laughs> he's fine. God, I thank you that you're going to strengthen me. God, I thank you that when we get our eyes focused on God, then what is our fo- what do we lose focus on? Huh? The things of the world. You know, and when it says do not be conformed to this world, in the area of eating, that's what I've done. I've conformed to the world instead of God's standard of eating, right? All right, so it's those three things. It is uh, surrendering it to God, asking him for wisdom because it's different for all of us, renewing our mind according to God's word in this area, and the third, somebody's lost the thing. And the third thing is thanking God for what He's doing in your life and how He's changing that situation in your life. Amen. All right. We didn't want it to be too long for the kiddos, so hopefully you guys got something out of that, Pastor. donuts all morning, but anyway. <laughs> How many besides Pastor Pat's already thought about where you're going to eat after church? Don't lie. There we go. All right. Well, guys, I just, want to, I just want to encourage you to keep on what you're doing, the time, the prayer, the investment that we make in our children and our grandchildren, and the children we share in our church bodies. Um, it's well worth it, the effort the tears, the prayers, and standing because one day um, you look up and you're 65 and you go, how'd I get here? And uh, as I close out today, let me just tell you how I got here. I got here because my mother and a father never gave up on me. I got, I, I got here because my mother never, she never said, are we going to church today? She said, we're going to go load up boys. I got here because I had strong aunts and uncles who lived for Christ. And I got here because I had teachers. And it it takes us all doing it together. Amen? So I want to encourage you to be encouraged today that our children are going to bring back Christ. And our youth are going to be involved in the end time coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you do this long enough, you know, you start marrying the kids you've helped raise and coach and, and you're nephews and nieces and I'm telling you it is worth every time you put into life 
it is for Christ. And I, I thank God for you. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm thankful you're called to be a part. Everybody do that. Amen? Amen. Well, let's pray. Father, we just thank you for today. And we thank you for children. It's Family Worship Center. You named it that way because it's all about family. And Lord, we're living in a broken world. We're living in a troubled world. We're living where things happen to good people that are bad. We're living in things, confusion and darkness, but we don't have to be in it. We can come through it and out of it through you, Jesus. And that's what Ashley's teaching, that we don't have to live the way of the world. We don't have to eat the way of the world, but we can, we can eat of your word and we can follow your instruction and we can be blessed and made whole and live forward in you. And We just give you praise today. Father, I thank you for these babies, these young children dedicated today. I thank you for the parents, the grandparents, aunts and uncles all the people involved, and I think we as a church are called to love and reach children and prepare them, prepare them to live a life of purpose and grace and victory in this earth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want to invite you back tonight at 7 o'clock. It is just a time of resting in the Spirit of God and flowing with the gifts of the Spirit. It's just a very refreshing time, and I invite you to come back. If you don't mind standing, again, I want to invite all the ones who had babies up here we would be glad to pray individually, take pictures over them. I want to leave you on a note of, of someone that, if everyone would listen, someone that made it home. We have a very special, actually two people, a very special person that has been involved in Children's Church here for years and, and has taught many, many kids and been a part of John and Tootie Leap. Miss Tootie went home to be with the Lord yesterday, graduated to her eternal blessing in heaven at 8.30 in the morning. We're going to celebrate her life Thursday and Friday over at Vivi, and I would encourage you, if you want to be a part, just call the church office and uh, be a part. And um, <clears throat> my Uncle Jerry Stafford went home to be with the Lord Wednesday morning at 8.16. Actually, he left earlier than that. They just kept trying to get him back. He didn't want to come back. And um, my Uncle Jerry was one of those oaks in my life. My life, my sister, my brother, and my cousins, and a lot of people. But the celebration of Uncle Jerry's life is going to be uh, Friday here at the church uh, from 5 to 8. And it's going to be 10 o'clock celebration of life for a funeral on Saturday. So those who want to be a part and want to come and celebrate Miss Tootie's life and help Johnny through this and Uncle Jerry and help Sandy and the kids through this, just to let you know. I want to tell you this. Life is fun. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not, but Jesus is the same and he never gives up on us. Amen? Amen? So we love you guys. I want to pray you out. Father, thank you today again for having us come together and celebrate kids. We love children. We love grandchildren. We love, <laughs> we love the moms and dads and the grandparents and aunts. And we just love family. And we're family, Lord. And we're going to be healed as we go. We're going to love each other unconditionally. We're going to see the good in everyone. We're going to declare the works of heaven over everyone. And we are going to finish this race in joy. So thank you, Lord, for allowing us to live a life of family. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. We'll see you. Have a great week. And again, you're invited tonight.